With the 14th pick in the 2019 NBA Draft, the Boston Celtics select Romeo Langford, Grant Williams, Carson Edwards, Tremont Waters, Vincent Poirier, Javante Green, Robert Williams III, Jimmy Ogilvy, Brad Wanamaker, Daniel Tice, Ennis Cantor, Taco Fall, Marcus Smart, Gordon Hayward, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Kemba Walker, from the University of Connecticut. Welcome back to From the Rafters, presented by Bannertown USA. I'm here with Sam again from Parkhead Press. Going on. So uh, the last few times we've done some podcasts, I tried to structure it, and I found that that doesn't really work <laughs> with us here. We usually end up going on some tangents anyway, so today I just brought like a few topics and we're just going to ramble on about whatever Celtic stuff we think of. How's that sound? Awesome. All right, so... In the news today, you know what, first actually, before I get into that, I'd like to put a little asterisk at the start of this podcast. I laid down for a two-hour nap, and I ended up taking a four-hour nap, so I'm kind of like getting my bearings still. So I apologize if I sound groggy, because... Yeah, we we both just woke up from nap. (laughs) uh, Recording must go on, so... Anyways, we've seen Isaiah Thomas in the news a little bit. Uh, some reporters asked him if he would like to join the Celtics, and unsurprisingly, I would say, he said, yes, I'd love to join them, and he says he still loves Boston, and I personally would love to have him back. What are your thoughts on that? Or do you yeah, know? I mean, <clears throat> we've talked about it before, and like, yeah, of course you'd love to have him back, but like, I don't know a lot about the money, but I know it doesn't work. Yeah. I know there's too many players. And you can't really, um, like, cut anybody. There's no one that's, like, an obvious cut. It'd have to be, like... Like, personally, if I was to cut anybody, I'd cut Poirier. Because I feel like he's the least... Or the most expendable, let me say. But I think you would have to cut Javante because of the money. And it's not that you couldn't cut the money from Poirier, but you'd have... uh, Empty money on the books next year is the issue. Whereas if you cut Javante or a guy on a one year, you'd have no money like left over next year. So I think that's the problem with signing Isaiah. <laughs> yeah, it it's just tough, man. Like, mm. like don't you just wish like they didn't have a full roster? Yeah, we have like seventeen guys if you count Tremont and Taco on two ways, which is kind of crazy. What do you think about it? Like, I don't know. I feel like Danny just loves to have a full roster at all times, no matter what. So it's a good idea, but it just kind of sucks at this point. No, because like, it doesn't allow you to sign anybody in the buyout market. Yeah, I mean, if if there's, like, a huge fit, I'm sure they'll sign them. Sure. Like, I'm sure if Tristan Thompson gets bought out, they'll figure out a way to get him. You know who just got bought out? As I was setting up uh, my microphone computer, Markeith Morris of the Pistons just got bought out. Just now? Yeah. Really? I didn't see that. I'm on Twitter, too. I didn't see that. Shams. Oh, there it is. Yeah. It says he plans to sign with the Lakers, too. Brutal. Of course. Does not surprise me, I guess. Wow. That means we could see a Markeith versus Marcus conference finals over there in L.A. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of cool. I sure hope the Lakers don't win. Yeah, me too. I hope the Clippers win. Especially because I like Marcus more and just, you know, screw the Lakers. But, um, also we got Robert Williams, still hurt, still not coming back, still pissed that he's not coming back. And I don't know when, when the Celtics plan to have him come back, but apparently he was doing some crazy stuff in practice finishing some athletic lobs, just doing stuff that Jalen Brown and Ennis Cantor were kind of shocked to see. Uh, what do you think he he's feeling right now that he's not back yet? Well, I do know that Danny was saying that um, March 1st was the target. Mm-hmm. So we're still a little ahead of that. I think he's probably excited that he's playing right now, like just practicing because I know he's been out for so long. Yeah, they got him getting. They got to get him back up to speed. So, you know, it's kind of tough. 
because you can't just throw him back in right away. Yeah, I feel like he's so eager to get back on the court, though. He's been out for so long, dude. Yeah, it's been almost three months. That's crazy. And, like, when he got hurt, it wasn't even, like, a whole, like, you wouldn't know that he was hurt. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like he really got, like, banged up in a game and, like, he had to get taken off. Nothing. I know, dude. It's just... just came out, he was hurt, and everyone was like, uh, so... When's he going to come back? I, it was, like, so random, too. I was like, oh, he'll be back in a few days. Like, this is so good, minor. And it's been forever now. I don't even know how that happens. Yeah, like, he... It's it's going to be interesting to see what they do when he comes back. Because Cantor and Tyson have both been playing really well. Yeah, for sure. So, he's probably going to be... Just rotated by situation, I guess. Yeah, that's all I, I can know. think it's about. Brad, at that point, like we got two solid centers who play the roles. Tice is the defense, Cantor's the offense and rebounding. And then you got this guy here who's athletic and block the shots, goes up for oops, and does like all these different things. Like Tyson Cantor have none of that. Like I'm not saying they're not athletic, but Robert Williams is just so much more athletic than either of them. That he has, I yeah. Think he has Tice a, is actually really athletic. Yeah. So for like, which is like you wouldn't expect him to be. Yeah, but he's not getting up for oops like Williams is. Yeah. No, but I know what you mean. Like Tice is. He looks like this like short stubby guy on the court. He's what six eight. I say short stubby. I'm six feet tall. Like that dude's eight inches taller than I am. But like. He's shorter than most centers, but he he bangs with the best of them. So I know what you mean when you say athletic. And it's yeah. crazy. I I I I say it every time, but I just really like Tice. Yeah, and I no, think I like too. he he's he's like really better than um, a lot of people give him credit for. Mm-hmm. He's averaging like a block and a half this season too. Like I remember for a good portion at the start of the year, he was averaging over two blocks, and I was like, wait a second. Tice is a god. Yeah, he's he's real solid underneath. He is athletic. Like he'll finish alley oops once in a while. Not like Robert Williams, but he will do it. Mm-hmm. And he can stretch the floor, which I think is super important in today's league. Like he can't shoot the three. It makes it a lot harder for the other guys on the team. And they, people don't cover him when he's outside. Like they just stand and look at him. And he's like, "All right, I guess I'll shoot it because you guys are looking at me." And let's see. He's for the season. He's I, shot thirty percent, like which isn't terrible. Thirty-one percent or something. Percentage. The yeah. last like five, he was like red hot for a little while. He has cooled off quite a bit. Yeah, like I said, I think it's like I can't find the number. I'm going to this uh, stats right now. He was around thirty-one percent last time I checked. He is. Yeah, he is for the season. Yeah, it's not like that's. An amazing three-point shot, but it's good enough where teams have to yeah. respect it to some degree. It's good enough to shoot it. Yeah, it's all you need you for know. spacing. Um, we got Minnesota tonight. I'm just so happy they're playing again. Me too. We're recording this. We get this so like fucking bored when they don't play. The yeah. Oh, my God, I get so bored. I just Miami. don't know, like... Go on. I guess this leads into the next point, but... What the fuck is wrong with Kemba now? Like, what the hell is that? I think they got to do something about this training staff because there's so many injuries that have been happening all year and, like, there's no reason for it. Like, I don't know what the problem is. Kemba's never been hurt in his whole career. Now, all of a sudden, he's getting hurt all the time. Well, he was supposed to have a minutes restriction in the All-Star game, but he didn't abide by it. Like, the Nick Nurse and them said, like, no, we're just going to play him as much as we want him to play. He played 15 straight minutes. And, like, I guess that's not all on Nick Nurse, obviously. And I'm not saying I'm blaming him. But, like, yeah. if we give a guy a minutes restriction, respect that. Yeah, I mean, just, like, it's still been, like, a week. You know, he's played that one game in a week. Got plenty of time to rest. Yeah, I mean, I, as, as long as he plays Sunday, I don't really care. Um, he's got to play Sunday. He better play Sunday. We need him against the Lakers. Lakers. 
I don't mind if they're they might just be resting him tonight. Who knows? But like I, I saw that he had to have his knee drained. Don't get me wrong, but like you know they might he he should be ready by Sunday. I hope. I hope so. I just, whenever we play like, these really good teams, it's not that I want our full roster so we can beat them because like I'd love to win obviously, but. In the long run, we don't need every win. Like, we're not going to win out from here on out. I'm not an idiot. But, like, I kind of want to see how we match up in case we play them in the playoffs. Like, that's what I really want to see. So, like, without Kemba, then we'll, we'll like, have, like, Tatum and Brown and Hayward, which is obviously enough. Like, we could beat the Lakers, which is that. But we wouldn't really get a feel for how we match up in the playoffs because, God forbid, anything bad happening, I, I would hope we're all healthy for the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, like, you can win games, like, tonight, and let's see, they played Portland on Tuesday, mm-hmm. Utah on Wednesday. So you can win games, like, tonight, probably Tuesday, when you're rotating guys. So, like, Kemba, anyone else that's hurt. Yeah. Sunday, you kind of have to play everybody. I agree. That's a tough and team. Wednesday, you got to play everybody, if you want to win. Yeah, man. These, like, this next stretch is tough. Where I feel like we're just really competing with the Raptors at this point. Yeah. Because whoever gets that two seed is going to face the, the mess that is Brooklyn with Kyrie sitting out like a little bitch for the rest of the season. Yeah, man. I'm pissed. I have, I'm have i going to that game. and it's, <laughs> it, At least, like, you know, people are still going to get, like, really mad, especially if he doesn't show up again. He, he better at least go to the game, like, if he doesn't go to the game, that's the biggest bitch move I've ever seen. Oh, people are going to give him hell for it. Like, I, my friend's kind of heated because, like, I talked him into going. Yeah. And, like, he has an exam the next day. <laughs> so, like, I was like, man, like, you're never going to get a chance to go to a game like this again where, like, somebody's coming back and you can just give him hell. And again, he's not going to play. <laughs> I just don't get, like, how are you that scared? Like, are you that much of just a little, like, I just, it doesn't... I don't get it. You're getting paid millions of dollars to play basketball. And I'm not saying you're not injured, but you're definitely not injured enough to sit out for the rest of the season. So I don't understand how you're going to, first of all, miss the first game back when you're in Boston. Like, that's significant. Like, you definitely didn't just do that because you were hurt. You definitely just didn't want to play in Boston because you're scared. And well, now like you're out for the rest of the season and conveniently play Boston next week. What is wrong with you? Like, are you just, just get over it, dude. You're going to have to come here eventually. It's kind of funny because, like, the first time he announced he was injured, like, very shortly before the game, but he ended up being out for, like, a really long time. Yeah. And then, like, this time, he's getting surgery. So, like, there's probably something actually wrong with it. Oh, yeah. But, like, I don't know, man. Like, it's just too fishy. It's you know what I'm saying? It's suspicious. Like... Yeah, he's definitely actually hurt. Like we're not we're not saying he's not hurt, but like it's just kind of weird because like he hasn't played against an opposing team since his first game as a Celtic and, uh, against the Cavs. So like, I mean, opposing um, former team. Yeah. So, like, there's a pattern. Like, it, I don't know. It's just weird. He he's probably not going to even go to the game. So, people are going to go nuts again. I think. I hope they do. Yeah. I, I will. Facts. I'm trying to go to that game too, so if I'm there, you'll catch you screaming uh, some slanderous things about Mr. Irving once we're there. I just, that's, like, it pisses me off. It just makes me mad. Like, like not even, like, about Kyrie as a player, just him as a person. Like, how are you that much of a little bitch that you just can't stand to own up to your decision? Like, if, if, if I'm being real about it, like, getting down to the core, like, Past me as a Celtics fan, past me as a basketball fan, like me as a person, like fine. You, I respect your decision. You wanted to go somewhere else. You wanted to play with one of the best ever to do it. Fine. Like I respect that. You can play wherever you want. There's nothing I can do about it. Um, and I'm not even gonna like say anything about the chemistry because I'm putting aside my Celtics bias right now. But just like, you made your decision and you're just too afraid to live with it and go back to the place that you once played. That just makes me respect you a whole hell of a lot less. Yeah, I mean, like, just just the way it all happened. Yeah. Uh, like, it's not not even that he said he was going to stay, right? Just the way 
he played in the playoffs. Yeah. And then he acted like an asshole. Like, they were like, you didn't shoot well. Like, what do you guys need to do more? And he's like, I should take more shots. And he's like, all right. And then he left. And now, he, like you said, he won't come back to play. That Buck series was just so annoying, dude. Like, be a team player. Don't be this this guy with something to prove. Be a guy who wants to actually win fucking playoff games. Yeah, I mean... I think he's just waiting for KD to come back. He doesn't want to like come in and lose. I don't think because he will lose. He'll get spanked. Yeah, he would lose. They'll lose with him all the long. I I think they might be better without him. It's the funny that narrative goes wherever he goes. Like yeah, Brooklyn was really solid trend. without him. <laughs> like at this point, man. Like the Cavs. I don't know if they were better without him because I think they were. They were the one team that was definitely better with him, but I think that was because it was before he got an ego. And then he yeah. went to Boston, got an ego, and then we were clearly better without him, and we're clearly better without him this year. And now the Nets are better without him this year, too. Like, it's, it's a story. follows him wherever he goes, like you said. Uh, I just remember wanting wanting him to stay so bad. I know. Me too. And then, like, now that he's gone, so happy. Yeah, I, can't, I couldn't be happier that he's gone. It's like, crazy. Kemba's just such a better guy. Like, not even basketball. Like, the team's doing fine without him, yeah. right? People are improving because he's not dominating the ball. Like, everyone – like, you got three guys averaging 20-plus. Hayward's probably, what, at 17? Yeah, he's close. 17 per game. So, like, you have four guys almost averaging 20 points per game. That's insane. Marcus Smart's got 12.5 per game off the bench. Cantor and Tice averaging 8 and 9 or something. Yeah. It's it's great. We play like team basketball now. Like as much as we do run ISO plays for Tatum and Kemba, like we can we gel as a team so well that it doesn't matter. Like we can run off ball screens while Tatum's doing his little ISO has he hardened moves at the top of the key and we'll have open guys ready when he drives or shoots it, like or canter and ties ready for the rebound. It's just a good mix of basketball. Yeah, and another thing that I saw, and I'm sure you saw this too. Yeah. Is Marcus Smart said this is like the team he's been on that he thinks is the best chance to win? Mm-hmm, I did see that. So like, that's pretty. That awesome. means something from Marcus Smart. <laughs> he's he's been on some really good teams. Like last year's here. team, even though it didn't work out, like the 2017 right? team was good. Dude, the talent on last year's team was crazy. Was good. Like the last year's team was good. They just didn't win. Exactly. I would say. From an outside perspective, there's significantly less talent on this team, but this team's just so much better. Yeah, I I wouldn't say that. Um, I wouldn't say that there's less really? talent on this team. Like, think about it. Be- because if if you switch out like this year's Tatum and, and uh, this year's Brown for like them last year, like they're both so much improved. Kemba Walker's only a small drop off from Kyrie. I guess so. The and Gordon Hayward's been a lot better than he was last year too. My only thing is, you like it's like the depth guys. Like you switch out Cantor for an Al Horford, which is a clear upgrade. Uh, you yeah. Brad Wanamaker for Terry Rozier, which as much as Terry annoyed me sometimes, he's better than Brad Wanamaker. Well, Marcus Morris, like I don't know, Baines is a big one. Yeah, Baines, Baines, they definitely miss Baines. Um. But this team is definitely better than last year's team. It's just like the talent, like on paper, I feel like last year's team looked better. And I feel like in the future, this team's only going to get better too. Oh, like, I agree. This, it's so this team's going to stick together. You're not going to see much change. Mm-hmm. I, I don't wouldn't think. I hope so. Coming in the near future, so Tatum and Brown are going to get better. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just it's good to see that we finally got the chemistry thing together without. That dude on the team. None of these in New York screwed up their whole roster. And then you have Romeo, who's going to get a lot better. Mm-hmm. I'm writing a comparison and, article about him right now. And Grant is already pretty solid, and he's only going to get better. Did you tweet I at love Grant, Grant yesterday? He's my favorite rookie. Did you tweet at Grant? That reminds me. No, I was just gonna. I was gonna say that reminds me. I need to tweet Grant right now. Did you do it yesterday? I don't know if I did. I think I might have missed yesterday. Oh, you missed it. Did I? Yeah. No, this counts uh, as yesterday. What do you mean? Shit, no one knows. Uh, they, 
It doesn't matter if you tweet him right now. He's about to play a game, dude. He's not on his phone. Yeah, no, that's not going to do it for the culture, though. You got to do it, but <laughs> he's not going to see this shit. Right, I'm sending it out right now. I feel like people, like like we tweet it, you tweet at people, dude, and they just get heated. Like, dude, this guy won't leave me alone. Nah, dude. I mean, it's harmless. I'm not even, like, begging. I'm just, like, I don't say, like, Grant, please come on, dude. I need you on here. Like, it would give me so much call. I'm literally saying day this of getting Grant Williams on the podcast and then putting a gif. Like, it's not like I'm begging. I'm just putting a gif of him right. next to some words. I feel like that's harmless. Oh man, who else? Who else could we get, man? I want you to say that'd be funny. People, people re- need to reply. Like, if you listen to this, tell us who you think we should try and get. Exactly. Try and keep it realistic. Just tell us who we should tweet at. Because pester. Yeah, we we don't really know, man. Like, speaking of pestering, I got slandered on Celtics Reddit today. Did you? Why? So I, I wrote an article. It was like Drake describes the Celtics. Oh, okay. Like. Drake's the biggest rapper out there right now. Like, I'm not a huge Drake fan. Like, I like some of his music, but he's not, like, my favorite rapper or anything. But he's got the most lyrics, I would say, that are easily accessible to describe basketball players. So I was like, you know what, okay, I'll use Drake. Um, And I found some lyrics to describe every Celtic, which I thought was a pretty cool idea. But So I posted it on Celtics Reddit. And, for example, like, Jalen Brown, I used a quote from Drake's song, Forever, Everyone who doubted me is asking for forgiveness. If you ain't been a part of it, at least you got to witness. Because, obviously, a lot of people doubted when we gave Jalen that $29 million contract. And now he's playing out of his mind right now. So, it's just something fun like that for every player. And I got downvoted tons of times. Because it, it was like, people started being like, you had to pick the guy who roots for the Raptors who we're playing against. Like, that's that's horrible. Like, you're... You're terrible. You're not a real Celtics fan. Like, blah, blah, blah. I was like, whoa. It's just... He's just a rapper, bro. Like, it was just a joke article. And someone tweeted, like... Dude. Dude is the most famous Raptors fan and chirps at our players whenever he's courtside. He's probably one of the worst rappers you could have picked for this exercise. And someone goes, just a rapper who has an official title with the Raptors? Do you follow this league? And I just commented back, it's an article about lyrics, guys. A joke. Just words and songs. Like... like so you got downvoted? Like, the, the post got downvoted? Dude, yeah. It, had, it got zero upvotes. So, like, I think it's it was zero, neutral. So... But still, that's crazy that people came at me that hard. It was like, it's just a joke, guys. Yeah, see, I thought it was a good idea. When you told me yeah, that, yeah. I looked at it, and I thought it was pretty solid, too. Like, I was Thank like, oh, like kind of interesting. Like, you know. I don't get um, it. Some people are crazy. You know what I saw uh, today? <laughs> I see? saw that um, Colin Coward said the Celtics can win the title. You know... That would make me happy, but Colin Howard's an idiot sometimes. <laughs> so I hope that doesn't jinx us now. I mean, he brought up, like he mentioned, like the scoring is really balanced, so it makes it harder yeah. for teams. See, this team has what we thought the last year's team would have in terms of balance, and I think it does make them kind of scary if you think about the playoffs. Like, you're not going to stop all four of those top guys. So I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of potential. And I feel I also kind of feel like the stats lie a little bit because uh, not 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 everyone's healthy every game. So yeah, you know if those scoring healthy, numbers, great. those scoring numbers would be a little bit lower if everyone played. Bro, if we're all healthy for the playoffs this year, I think this will be the most fun to watch playoffs in a long time. Those playoffs in uh, twenty eighteen, they still should have made the finals. I can't. The yeah, Isaiah Thomas playoffs were great though. Oh, I can't believe they lost that game seven, man. Me too. Are you talking about the Cavs one where it was just Tatum and Brown? Yeah. That was crazy. I remember thinking that was going to be it. I thought they were going to do it. I'm, I, I, I don't even get enjoyment out of watching the Tatum dunk over LeBron because of that. It makes me so sad. I know. I mean, it, in hindsight... Like, it's crazy we even got there, if you think about it. Like, no no Hayward, no Kyrie, just Tatum, a rookie, and Brown, a second-year guy who hadn't proved himself yet. Like, that was insane we got that far. Yeah, really. Like, Brown was like an afterthought at that point because, um, you know, he hadn't, he hadn't um, 
done much in his rookie year. You know, he yeah. didn't see a lot of time. Then he played well, and Tatum was a god in the playoffs. I feel like that's what really sparked Tatum as a, a future star in the league. Yeah, that's when people like he didn't have a mo- really that hugely impressive a regular season either. But um, he was able to prove himself. Like he carried the Celtics to the Eastern Conference yeah, Finals. Yeah. I forget Horford was healthy for that bit too. Like he helped a lot. I feel like. I was just about to say that. I was like, yeah, having Horford there definitely helped. You know, he's a veteran. Yeah. Played. Um, he was with Atlanta when they were decent. They they were never that good in the playoffs, no. but you know. They were a great regular season team, though. I remember when the uh, that Atlanta team with Horford had like four or five All Stars on it. Like the whole starting lineup was just All Stars. Yeah, and then they they just got swept in the second yeah. round, or maybe they got swept in the conference finals. I don't no, know. They got swept at some point, though. I know you're right. Brutal. I don't know, man. I feel like there's so many good teams in this year's playoffs that anything can happen, and that excites me as a basketball fan. Yeah, definitely because it's just so tight in the East. Like, Milwaukee is a little bit better than everybody else. Yeah. Other than that, like, it's really, really even. And I don't, I don't know. I still feel like the Celtics are the second best team. We talked about this last time. Yeah. Because I see it. At least for the playoffs, if you think about the playoffs, like, is is Pascal Siakam going to be the be able to be the guy in a seven game series? I don't know. It's tough. It's. I feel like it's a Giannis situation, like power forward, like kind of athletic, lanky. Obviously, Pascal's no Giannis, but they have similar play styles. I would say. To the top of the East, has lost five combined games of their last ten. So like, that's five losses out of thirty games for those. Like teams. Raptors and Bucks, or are we included? Yeah. In that? Okay. Yeah, yeah, Celtics too. <clears throat> Damn. Milwaukee and Boston eight and two, and Toronto nine and one. Oh my God, nobody's losing, and like it's frustrating because the Celtics are playing really well, and yeah, like no, we're not going anywhere because they're not moving game. up, right? Not moving up, and then uh, we play the Raptors at least once, once more. I know we play the Bucks uh, a couple more times, I think, and the Pacers more times too. So we played all these good teams again for down the stretch of the season. That will definitely help us in the climb. Yeah. So they played Toronto once more up in Toronto. Uh, mm-hmm. Milwaukee. Ooh, they played Milwaukee. Twice, in like I think. Two weeks. They play, yeah, they play them twice. They play them again in like two weeks, though. They, they have, the next time they play them, they're in Milwaukee. Damn. So that'll be something to look at. Yeah, the Celtics are third in the league in net rating, too. Yeah, man. Only behind the Lakers and Bucks. Um They've been really, really good at home. Yeah. Raptors played tonight. Philly's been South. really good at home. Who has? We have? Philadelphia. They've only lost two games yeah, at okay, home. Yeah, okay, but now look at them on the road. No, I, no, their road record's bad. Yeah. Celtics have been not that great on the road. Toronto's been pretty good. Milwaukee's obviously. What's our record on the road? 15 and 11. Okay. That's not great, yeah. Celtics have never been a good road team under Brad, though. No, Philly is just horrendous on the road. That's crazy. Miami's been struggling a lot lately. Four of the last ten they've won. That's it. Indiana's Indiana's struggling. Ironic that Brooklyn's doing well. (laughs) Yeah, they're doing. Washington's picking it up right now. Yeah, that the bottom of the East is just so bad. I know. After Indiana, they're all just bad. All right, hear me out here. Maybe it's me because Trey Young just had a 50-point performance, but it's kind of sad if you think about it. The Hawks are only nine games out of the playoffs right now. Yeah, like, and it's not it's not as hard to make up the ground towards like, the bottom. It's possible. Like, all right, so Orlando's won three of their last ten. That's awful. Charlotte's won four of their last ten. Let me look at Chicago the Hawks' two. schedule for the rest of the way. Detroit too. Oh, they got some tough teams. The Hawks. The Knicks aren't team. even at the bottom this year. Wow, it's a little different. Yeah, no. The Hawks have a tough schedule left. I don't know. It's it's tough, man. Celtics Celtics have a super tough schedule in this next coming week. Lakers, Jazz, Rockets, and Thunder again, and Pacers and Bucks. Yeah, 
I'm going up to March 12th. Like, we t- play a lot of good, good teams. Oh, I hate, I hate Houston, man. I hate them so much. I know. I was just going to say that. We should have a longer win streak right now. That game was bullshit. Um, Miami lost yesterday to Atlanta. I'm a big Suns fan tonight. I'm, I'm wanting the Raptors to take a big L today. I hope they lose. I don't think they're going to lose. They're at home. No. Suns aren't terrible. No, they're not great. <laughs> they're not great. Let's see. Let's, let's look at Andre Iguodala since he got traded, right? Yeah. Five points per game. People were, people were acting like he was going to be, like, the biggest game changer you'd ever see. Jay Crowder's the bigger, the bigger piece in that deal. Like what's Jay yeah, Crowder I mean, he Jay Crowder, he's been solid since he's averaging seventeen, six and a half, one and one and a half steals since he got to Miami. Yeah, dude, he's shooting fifty six percent from three. Yeah, he's been playing really well, but they there's still like I think they're one and three since the trade. They ruined a good thing there, I think. Like they didn't even give up much, but just chemistry. Like they're having all these new guys coming through, like stomping on the young guys' minutes. I yeah, I mean, I I don't really. It's tough because I I like playing the young guys a lot because you don't want to want them to be able to grow and get experience. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm looking at these home road records. Miami's awful on the road. I, I want to find a team that's just really good on the road, really bad at home. The Mavericks are really not great at home, but they're great on the road. I want. I don't understand that. I don't understand, especially they're kind of a younger team. Yeah, a little bit. They're. I mean, I guess they're not super young, but like that's weird though. They're the only team. Uh, no, I guess. So the only teams with a positive record on the road are the Bucks, the Raptors, the Celtics, us, uh, the Lakers, the Nuggets. Oh wow, there's a lot in the West. What the hell? The top seven teams in the West have positive road records. That's kind of insane. The West is so, it's just so tight. Like, all the way it's tight. I don't understand, like, I mean, the top of the East can compete with the top of the West, but, like, the bottom <clears throat> East, it's, like, embarrassing. You think there's any chance the Bucks fall off at all? Do you mean record-wise? Yeah. Probably not. Um, unless they start resting people or somebody gets hurt. Yeah, I guess so. How many wins do you think they get to? 65? I mean, maybe... In, I doubt they get to 70. I don't think they're going to get this. It's possible. How hard is their schedule? It's crazy that we're even talking about that. Like, 70 wins? Holy shit. Let's see. They've got... They got the Sixers, Raptors, and Thunder in their next four games. Oh, I'm so excited they play Toronto. Me too. Somebody has to lose. Exactly. They play Philly tomorrow. Somebody has to lose there. Right, with our luck, that game's going to end in the first ever NBA tie. That's fine. That's <laughs> fine with me. As long as nobody's winning. Um, Remember that game last year that went to four overtimes in the playoffs, the Nuggets-Blazers game? I did not. Dude, that was That's insane. crazy. I didn't watch it. I just heard about it and watched the highlights. Like, CJ played, like, 56 minutes. Dan played 60. Milwaukee's got a tough end to their schedule. They play Toronto back-to-back, then they play the Celtics, and they play Philly over four games. Yeah. They had the easiest strength of schedule for the start of the season. or like, one of the easiest. Uh, well, I mean, I guess that, that happens when you're one of the better teams, though. Yeah, I'm not, you don't I'm not taking yourself. anything away from them, like because they're obviously an amazing team, but they did have one of the easier schedules. Yeah. Oh my goodness, man! I don't know. Just, they're scary, man. I want the playoffs to start, but I don't want the season to end. So I'm, be I'm so happy. sad. Like yeah. I, I just live for basketball season, so when it ends, I just feel like I have nothing to do with my life. Like I just sit there, like. Well, what do I watch now? Baseball? I guess I'm going to watch this year because I told myself I'd be a fan, but... I can't even watch baseball. It's, it's too slow. Like, I don't mind baseball. Like, I don't I don't hate it. But, like, I just wish there was something else on in the summer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
They need to have something else, man. I don't know what they're. <laughs> I don't know what they can do about it, but there needs to be something yeah. to fill the summer up. Did, did you make the big three during the summer? I watched the big three. Do you? No. What do you I think of that? I don't right now, but like, no. I don't even know what it's on. But if it was in the summer, maybe it is in the summer. I'm just an idiot, but I don't know. I just wish. I feel like it would be better. I mean, it would cost them a lot of money to do it that way, though. Like to have games like not. They, I think they only have it once a week. Yeah, something like that. Like if if they had it more like the NBA, where there were games like throughout the week and stuff, I feel like it'd be better to watch. Better ratings for sure. You see the um? Oh, what was I gonna say? Oh, the uh, Jason Tatum Day thing today. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really look at any content that they made, but I do know that. He, I mean, he, you know, they're doing a ton of stuff for him. I still haven't watched Passing the Torch stuff yet either. I need to watch that. Yeah, I haven't watched it either. I know his son is living it up. Like, there was this whole article about how uh, Deuce is the real Jason Tatum getting all the love because Deuce is just because. Yeah, I saw that by Forsberg. Yeah. That was a good article. (laughs) He had some funny quotes. Like, Marcus Smart was, like, saying when Deuce cries, people ask him what's wrong. When Tatum cries, like everyone's like, so funny. I love Deuce. It's gonna suck when like he's like old, I know. He's older. He's not a baby anymore. It's gonna be weird though, because like we knew him when he was this young. Yeah, it is gonna be weird. I bet he plays in the league. Deuce Tatum. He'll play in the league one day for sure. I just saw um, somebody tweet that if Kemba's gonna keep missing games here and there, and. Isaiah Thomas wouldn't be that bad of an idea to bring in. Yeah, I guess so. Bringing it back full circle, what we started talking about. But like, like we said, like, what do you cut, Javante? I guess. Maybe. Would you cut Javante if it meant Isaiah coming back? I don't know because, like, I don't mind Javante. Like, he's a good player. Yeah, like I don't know if it's worth it. You know what I'm saying? Like, because yeah. if you bring Isaiah in. Probably not going to bring him back next year. Um, Javante, somebody you can keep around. Like he's not bad. You know, he plays. He's good defense. He's athletic. Being athletic is really important. Mm-hmm. So he's got that going for him. He has upside to him because of that. I agree. It's just it, tough. It's just tough to drop anybody at this point. I, I think if you made a trade, like where you traded two of our players and got one back, like Isaiah would be perfect right now for energy. And, like, the hometown, like, favorite guy, but it's just the fact that we didn't do anything and we don't have any spots available, it's just not the right time right now. Yeah, it sucks because it's know. it's not that terrible. Like, it would fit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no. It's just, like, it's very... I mean, if, if it happens, I'm probably going to be fine with whoever they get rid of. But like it's solely because like making the decision is tough. I feel bad That's... too. Like a part of me is like, I don't want to take a job away from someone just because I like this guy more. Like. That's not fair to Javante Green, who worked his ass off to get here. Like, you remember at the start of the season, everyone was like, who the hell is this dude dunking on people? Like, Green wasn't even supposed to make the roster, and now he gets, like, some minutes, actually, for contending basketball team. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, He worked his ass off to get to where he is, and I don't want to just take away his job because, you know, I love Isaiah Thomas. Like, I do love him, but that's a man's job. I feel like there's potential if they were to bring in Isaiah, though. Yeah. Like, you say he's washed and whatever, but, like, this is where he found success before he was a star. Like, he was all right before he got here, yeah. but he wasn't, like, anything super special. So, I don't know, man. Like, I just feel like it wouldn't be a terrible idea. Like, I feel like it would work. I feel like next year, low-key, if we don't keep uh, Edwards and Tremont, we should sign Isaiah. I feel like... They're, they should give uh, Waters a shake if they're going to bring in Isaiah. You know what I'm saying? You think we should give Water what? They should give him, like, a, like a fair shake. Like he should get some time. Yeah, I agree. Do you, because who do you like better at this point, Waters or Edwards? Waters. I agree. He's so good. He is. He's just so smart, you know? Like, like we talked about it before, like, he makes, like, really good plays. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, there are times where you're like, all right, that guy is a rookie. 
But like he he changes a game when he does play with the Celtics. Mm-hmm. Like he let's look at the stats, right? Can we do that? He's, he doesn't always this is my thing. He doesn't always execute, but he always knows what he's supposed to be doing. And that's really important. He seems to make the right play a good amount yeah, of the time. He's always aware. Let's see. Like he's super short. Obviously, but I feel like he still has the potential to be a good perimeter defender. Yep, plus minus in here. They don't. What's he averaging this year? Are you looking that up? He only averages three points per game. Yeah, and... those stats aren't really fair, though. Like, it's because he never plays. Yeah. Carson Edwards just can't get the ball to go in the hoop this year. Yeah, it sucks. It's just tough to give up on people, especially when they're this young. Yeah, because, like, in reality, I think you mentioned this last time we recorded, but Carson Edwards would be getting so many more minutes on a different team. Yeah, he really could. And I thought they uh, <laughs> I thought they would be able to maybe trade him. Like, people would be interested in him yeah. because of that. And they didn't do it. It's tough. I don't know. Dude, um, what's his name? Oh, shit, wait. I was about to talk about um, Waters in the G League because he's been killing it, but the Lakers just waved Boogie Cousins. No, they didn't. Yeah, dude. I mean, like you said, they're trying to get Marquise, so Boogie's gone. Where's that? Oh, my God. Woz just tweeted it. Yeah. I mean, he's hurt, though, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Dude, that sucks for Boogie. Like, as much as he's a trash talker, I feel like I have some respect for trash talkers because Marcus is on our team. But, like, it's just so unfortunate. That's interesting, though. Because, like, I saw stuff he might be able to come back for the playoffs. I don't know. Like, I get it. Like, he's not doing anything there. He's hurt. Like, should the Celtics bring him in if he gets healthy? Do you remember when Boogie was just dominating the whole league? Yeah, I mean, he used to be a beast and he got hurt. He hurt himself again. I feel like the Celtics should bring him in. I feel like that's no. I'm not joking. Like he's hurt, so right now he's not going to take minutes away from anybody. I mean, you can't go wrong. I mean, yeah, and I guess you could find a way, like dropping Poirier. Yeah, that sucks. You have books, money in the books next year, but that's a clear upgrade at center. Even like an injured Boogie is better. Well, I don't. I just. I remember seeing that he might be able to come back from the playoffs. Maybe this is like confirming that he won't be able to come back. Yeah, I guess so. But I, I don't know, man. Like, I feel like I feel like that might be a, not a bad idea if they bring him in. Yeah, I just seen somebody. Vogel was just saying the other day he might be back for the playoffs. So, like, I hate when people are injured, dude. It just makes me upset. Like, I don't care who you are. Like, when you're injured, like, that just sucks. Especially for this long. Like, let, let me clarify. The Kyrie injury, that's bullshit. Like, he's he's faking that shit. Like, I don't, I don't believe that for a second. I'm getting like, a drink, so forgive me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, he's hurt, but he's not that hurt. But, like, people like... You remember Andre Robertson? Yeah. That guy's been out for so long. That sucks. John Wall, dude. Just these guys that can't get healthy. That's that's just... I feel like John Wall hasn't played in like three years. Exactly, dude. And he's so good, <laughs> I dude. feel like John Wall just hasn't played in exactly. forever. Exactly. Like, I, he was hurt, right? And then he came back, and he like instantly got hurt again, I think. <sighs> yeah, I know. He like, he tore his ACL like riding a swagway or something stupid, like walking around at his house. Let's see. That's just so unfortunate, man. He's making so much money. Uh, took part in five-on-five scrimmaging in Miami a month ago. Who was it? John Wall? John Wall. I just want to see, can you see injury history? Is that on basketball reference? I'm, I'm still on ESPN, dude. I hate ESPN. I don't like anything <laughs> that they put out content-wise, and I always use their website. I don't I know don't why. Know if injury history is on. Um, it might be. I'll just look up John Wall injury history. It's definitely like, I don't know. It's tough to see guys, like I said, hurt for so long. Especially John Wall, I think, stands out for me. Just because of how good he is. Like, I remember watching John Wall and Isaiah Thomas battle in the playoffs. You remember that series? Yep. That was a good series. That was one of the best series I've watched, I think. Tell me why when you search John Wall, 
on basketball reference. His, he's not the first one that comes up. There's somebody <laughs> else in front of him. Really? Yeah. Mickey Johnson comes up over him. That's crazy. I don't know, man. I just remember watching that series, like, I was a senior in high school, and we had, like, this turf night where we just, like, chilled on the football turf all night, and, like, ate, like some kids made barbecue, and we brought a grill, and we chilled, and someone brought a TV and a cable, and this, like, I don't want to say nerdy kid, but this kid who knew about, like, technology a lot was, like, spending half an hour, and all the guys who, like, watch basketball were sitting there, like, come on, come on, you can do it, like, set up the TV, and he got it to click, and it was, like, halfway through the fourth quarter of that Wizards game, and we were, like, yeah, and we watched the rest of the game, and it was so fun, dude, because we clutched up, and Kelly Olenek was just so good. Oh, the game seven? Yeah, dude, game seven. You went to an event during a game seven? I know, dude. I would never do that. I got peer pressured. I don't do things during games. I don't even like going out to watch games. I just don't either. Sorry, guys, if you can hear my, my family in the background. I'm at home. I don't really have another choice. Uh, so I apologize if you hear <laughs> people. Or my I don't even like I don't even like going to like a friend's house to watch a game. I like watching games in my living room. No, yeah, I usually I, now it. I hole up like in my house or my dorm and watch them. But like at that point. All my friends were like, yo, like, we're seniors, this is the one time we're going to do this, so I, I went, and I was like, whatever. And then I found out that they were playing the game at the event, and I was like, oh, bet, I'm just going to sit here and watch it now. Oh, you got lucky, man. I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I, like, my friends will, like, want to go out to a restaurant yeah. during a game, dude, I'll be like, oh, I'm not going. I'm not going. <laughs> like, I probably could have did something tonight, I want to watch the game. I, I'm so stubborn when it comes to that, like... Certain things, like obviously, like I won't, I'll miss. Games of course, like if I have to work during a game, like that's just what it is. Sometimes I will switch around work. Sometimes you what? I'll switch. I'll switch off work. Damn, that's crazy. I try and do what I can to not miss games. Like I remember, so I remember uh, when they played Philly, in the playoffs, like two years ago. I was scheduled to work that day, and I was heated. Because it was it was during my shift, like the game started at five and I got out at eight, so I was gonna miss the whole game. And Damn, ended dedication. up watch. I ended up watching the game on my phone while I did dishes. <laughs> and I was bringing like stuff upstairs to uh, like a kitchen, and I was walking through the halls of the nursing home like with the, with my phone out watching the game. <laughs> wow, I'm impressed. <laughs> And they were like, yeah, you shouldn't do that again. I was like, listen, man, like, I won't do it again, but you know, you know what you did. Was it it worth it? It was game three. Yeah, it was the confetti game. Oh, my God, that's so worth it. What the hell? Yeah, no, it was worth it. Dude, I remember last year, uh, I was was dating this girl, like, this semester last year, so, like, playoff times, I was still dating her, and she would always want to do stuff. I was like, "I, I can't go out with you tonight. I'm sorry. Like, the Celtics are on. And there was this one time she's like, Jack, you haven't, like, met any of my friends. Like, come to... We have, like, this thing called the loft at our school. And so, like, it's just, like, the food place. You can get food uh, later at night. So I went there at, like, 9. And it was, like, the fourth quarter. And I'm like... She was, like, getting so pissed. I was like, you know what? Fine. So I went and I ate with them. And I just looked at my phone the whole time. Like, didn't even talk at all. Because it was game 7. Or not game 7. It was, like... You know what? I think it was game one of the Buck series last year, so I was hyped because we won the game. <laughs> Little did I know, but... <sighs> last last year, right? I yeah, was seeing this girl that I used to work with, and she she was in, uh, a senior last year in high school. So right. I met her at work, so yeah, yeah. it's not weird, I swear. No, I got you, I got you. Um, <laughs> her prom was during one of the games in the Buck series, oh, shit. and I was heated. Because, like, I started seeing her in, like, November. Yeah. And I was like, you guys watch to my friends. I was like, prom time's going to come, and I'm going to miss a playoff game. Cause and missed. you did. And I was heated. Damn. I was so mad, man. That sucks, dude. <laughs> I was so mad. I was watching the game on my phone at the prom, dude. <laughs> did we, was it one of the games we lost, at least? Yeah, no, they lost, but uh, I was pissed. No, yeah, still. Man, I'm so excited for playoff Celtics basketball. I am, like I said, but like oh, I don't want the season to end. I don't. I don't like. Damn, 
I don't like some because yeah, it's yeah. Alright. Um, I feel like this is a good place we can start wrapping it up. I feel like we're running out, um, out of things to talk about. Do you want to talk about the idea that you had that we could do? Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we're thinking about doing a podcast while we play Park on NBA 2K. We'd like stream it. So I feel like that'd be really fun. We have oh, like yeah, different guests fun. on if, if they would play Park with us. I feel like that would be a really good time. Yeah, we could have guests. We could run twos if it's just us. And then if we have a guest, we'll run threes in the park. And we, what did you say we call it? The park cast? The park cast. I feel like that's a great plan. I think that'd be super fun. Um, we'd stream it probably on, I think we're both on Xbox. So probably on Mixer would be easiest. If we could figure out how to get our audio on there from the party. And we'll record it like through there and use the audio for a podcast. And yeah, no, I think it'd be a good, uh, good idea. Yeah, it would be awesome. Yeah, no. I don't know if I'll be able to do it this weekend because I have a ton of schoolwork. I got see. You. We can try to find the time like at night, one of these nights, just to test it out, see how it works. Or yeah, that sounds good to me. We'll figure it out. But yeah, um, once again, anything you want to plug before we wrap it up here? Um, follow my Twitter, Parky Press. Um, Sunday, if the Celtics win, there will be a weird Celtics recap. Let's go. Um, I, that Clippers one is funny as hell. I don't know. What I'm going to do for it yet, but there will be one if they win. Tweet them with ideas. Tweet Parquet Press if you guys have anything funny. Dude, it's so hard to edit like somebody's face on a moving scene. (laughs) It took me five hours. I did it with Gordon Hayward. It took me like five hours to figure out how to do it. Like I could do it now, but I didn't know how to do it. I kept trying to do it. Oh, my God, that's crazy. I was getting so mad. I didn't give up, though. I didn't give up. I respect it. They're always very high quality. I have fun watching them. I, I love making them. It's so fun. Yeah. I, I like, I'll like rewatch them and just crack up. Like I can't get enough watching my own stuff. <laughs> like I still watch them. Like if I get bored, like I'll go watch some. They're funny. It's why, it's why I like making videos because like, I don't know. I'd make a video and then I just, can't I love the Philly one. That was my favorite. Yeah. That's probably my best one. I think that's the best. All one. the tweets. Oh, that was gold. Yeah. I didn't even think it was going to pop off like that. I didn't think it was going to be as good, but it turned out to be like really like well done. And I was funny. making it, and I was laughing when I was making it. I might have to do something like that with the Lakers. I don't know. I don't want to repeat ideas too much. No, yeah. I'm sure you can find something funny. Yeah. You could put um, faces over some of the old Laker fights. Like, remember when Bird was fighting all those guys in L.A.? Like, you put some of the current guys' faces over them. Maybe. It's hard to find that, though. No, yeah. The footage, the videos of that. And the footage wouldn't be great quality, either. Yeah. Right. I'll, I'll have to start brainstorming. Oh, uh, yeah. No, uh, yeah. Follow Sam on Twitter. Uh, help us get Grant Williams on the podcast. That'll be a meme. Uh, yes. More likely during the offseason, I feel like, but still. Tweet at him. Um, but, yeah. Uh, thank you guys for listening to From the Rafters, presented by Benetton USA. Uh, see you guys next time. Peace. Peace.